tonight on Man Cow. The days of Noah are returning. The gods are returning to the earth to dwell among men and mingle their seed with the human race. Who is the elder race? Are they aliens? Are they angels? And how have they shaped all of human history? Did the U.S. government sell us out to the gray aliens during the Eisenhower administration? And will the angels return to save us and restore man's birthright? Tonight, explorer, author, modern-day Indiana Jones, Timothy Alberino, comes on to discuss the answers to these questions and more on Man Cow Live. of love no the end of last year i ended it all and uh was ready to to not be seen or heard from again and i haven't said this i said it earlier today but i don't think people know i i didn't need to do this again my ego's been fed ego edge got out uh this isn't about ego anymore at all uh it certainly isn't about payday not yet anyway uh but i read this book birthright uh, uh february or march of this year oh god now this guy'd want to interview not somebody from another reality show or not somebody selling something or not some shitty local politician. I had enough of that. Uh, look, I had seen the true legend. Let's bring him up. I had read, uh, Timothy, welcome to the show. I tried to uh, gush a little bit earlier and you were having none of it. So I won't suck up to you anymore. But uh, the, the, look, the true legend series is incredible. They're DVDs that I got and devoured uh, the book. It's been a few months since I've read it. And I found it's almost impossible to describe what this book is about. And by the way, when I try, I get laughed at. I had a table full of people last night, the rapture, the jab, the mark of the beast, the giants. Oh, it's all horseshit. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. And neither do you. So birthright, can you can you give us the thumbnail of what it is? It is very difficult because uh, I cover such uh, an expansive territory in this book. Um, basically, it's an approach to the gospel of Christ that I think is unique, I think completely biblically sound. And I take, I take uh, the reader from before Adam, a, from a pre-Adamic context, all the way to the Battle of Armageddon. And uh, as I work my way through this narrative, this biblical narrative, uh, we talk about giants, uh, I talk about... Uh, I talk about the uh, some of the the globalist New World Order type stuff. I talk about the alien threat. I talk about transhumanism, and again, all the way to the Battle of Armageddon. So there's a lot in this book. Uh, you've walked through uh, what what do they call it? Megiddo. You've walked through where they say the final battle will happen. Interesting spot, been, right? You haven't. No, you you, you haven't. Never uh, been to Israel. Never been to the Middle East. They say it's the one place on earth where every army could fit, physically fit, to do battle. And uh, even today, it's a tinderbox. Uh, let's start with, you, you just mentioned, you know, my head explodes here. And I've, I've got ADHD, and, and uh, it looks great on my TV. Um, no, but let's start with the Watchers. Who are the Watchers? Well, the Watchers, this is coming from ancient Hebrew cosmology. The Watchers were this group of... Uh, entities, a group of beings 
heavenly beings that in the pre-flood context, in the days of Jared, um, in the world before the flood of Noah, they they looked down to the earth and they saw that, according to the Bible, the Genesis 6 narrative and the narrative from the book of Enoch, um, ironically, the sixth chapter of Enoch, that they looked down upon the earth and they saw the daughters of Adam, that they were fair, that they were comely, and they decided to come down to the earth and to take them as wives and to copulate with them. And the result of their sexual union was a race of giants. The women conceived and gave birth to giants. And these giants, according, again, to the Hebrew narrative, were, uh, these were nefarious, evil, ravenous entities that were the enemy of mankind and created all kinds of problems on earth, uh, began to devour the, the sons and daughters of men and ultimately were destroyed. They, they were incited to war with one another uh, and annihilated themselves before the flood. Wow. <laughs> no, no, I, look, I, I, I'm with you. I've been studying this stuff my whole life. This is, this is uh, very tough for people to wrap their minds around. Uh, was, do you believe the flood was to, look, the, the, the giants were the daughters, were the sons and daughters of human women that were impregnated by fallen angels or demons, do you believe? By the watchers, yes, which okay. some people call fallen angels, yes. So so they when they walked, it's very clear in the Bible. I will say I have read the book of Enoch. I've studied Enoch, so I hope I don't get this biblically mixed up. But basically, when they walked, the ground shook. When they spoke, it was thunder, and they were cannibals, and they were real bastards. Do you believe, as I it do, that this is what David fought when he fought Goliath? He fought a giant. Yeah, I believe that Goliath was legitimately a giant. Now, there's other, yeah. there's liberal Bible scholars who believe that Goliath was a giant relative <laughs> to the stature of the Semitic people living in the Middle East. Uh, so, in other words, they were about five, five and a half. So, they think that Goliath was six foot, six and a half. Oh, come on. I tend to think that Goliath was more in the 10 foot range. Yeah. And now you have seen these skeletons, I know, because I've seen your work. Uh, and are they up to 17 feet tall, some of these skeletons? I've never actually seen one myself, but I have interviewed lots of people uh, everywhere from from Peru to Sardinia, especially in Sardinia, people who are still Beautiful. living, who who many, many of whom uh, unearth the bones of giants. And people will say, uh, for example, in Sardinia, no, no, these people were confused. They were unearthing the bones of giant sloths or dinosaurs or something of this nature. But the problem is that the reason why these people were going and looking for the bones of giants is because they were often to be found with jewelry, golden rings and necklaces and bracelets and so forth attached to their skeletons. And as far as I know, giant sloths and dinosaurs were not in the habit of wearing jewelry. And, and of course, there's the giant helmets and uh, battle gear that they found that were for people that were 11 to 15 feet tall with enormous heads. That's right. I do and believe there was a race of giants. I got in an argument last night that that's not why Noah uh, existed. I believe that, that that's what that was about. The flood got rid of all the unclean people. Now, the, the and I may have this wrong, the Scientologists believe, and, and of course, I'm not, a, I'm not a believer in Scientology, but the Scientologists believe that uh, the, the, the spirits from those hybrids, human, angel, or demon, obviously they were fallen angels, so they were like Satan yeah. was an angel, so yes. whatever those things were that mated with women here on earth, are there spirits here around that the spirits of the demons, excuse me, of the giants, are they demons on earth? Yes. Today? yes. Again, according to the Hebrew cosmology, the 
the the giants when they died before the flood they were because they weren't fully human or or because they weren't fully of their mothers or fully of their their human mothers or fully of their angelic fathers according to the book of enoch god judged them to wander the earth as bodiless vagabonds bodiless wraiths mm -hmm. and so these are the unclean spirits that you encounter in the new testament jesus encounters them and has complete authority over them they are they're not they're ethereal beings they're not physical beings and their their sole desire is to possess to inhabit the bodies of human beings in order to experience the the the, the material world through these through the through the bodies of their hosts in other words Demons are a very specific thing in the Hebrew cosmology. We, we tend, because of medieval Catholicism, we tend to think of anything that's evil or grotesque as a demon, non-human. Um, but that's not true. In the biblical cosmology, a demon is a very specific thing. It is and only is the spirits that proceeded from the Nephilim, from the dead, <clears throat> from the dead giants. Yeah. Those and those alone are the demons that we encounter in the biblical narrative. So I have been part of an exorcism. Uh, I, I wasn't exorcised. I was, I was studying to be a minister many years ago, and I witnessed some supernatural things. I'm a believer in all of this. Uh, C.S. Lewis said, what? It's, you know, it's the fool that, that puts demons in everything, and it's the fool that puts demons in nothing. So you know, we, we don't, not everything's demonic, but I was part of a demonic possession. So you think that was the spirit from one of these abominations? That's yeah, what those are the unclean spirits. So in the New Testament, they're called unclean spirits. And these entities yep. are ravenous. And many of them can inhabit, a, a, apparently, a single human body. They're ravenous. When they would, the, the, the people who were demon-possessed in the New Testament were foaming from the mouth, throwing themselves into the fire, yeah. epileptic. And uh, they were, you know, remember the, uh, the Gadarene demoniac who they would chain up in the tombs because he was so ravenous and he would scream and cut himself and he would break the chains and uh until jesus cast the demons out of him so that that is demon possession those are again in hebrew according to hebrew cosmology those are the spirits of the deceased giants the spirits of the nephilim that are still in the earth the nephilim are the giants are the giants yes okay so timothy i i stood where christ cast the legion of demons from that man into the pigs i had uh, a video well anyway you can see some of my videos up at youtube I go to Schindler's grave. I walk through Megiddo, which is Armageddon. I'm not trying to sell anything. I don't, I really, if you can't tell, I don't care, but I, I do want to get the message out. And I do want to try to save some souls because I do believe we're living in very precarious times. But anyway, I was there with a film crew and we had phones and we had recorders and we had, and nothing worked. I've experienced some supernatural things. We uh, talked about you as being like a modern day Indiana Jones. You've gone to some of these sites and I'm going to ask you if you've encountered the supernatural. Before I do that, I want to tell people we're going to talk about a deal that was made with, and I've always heard President Eisenhower, and I think you backed that up in your book. Yes. With President Eisenhower for space aliens to abduct us. I have a brother that has been abducted uh, throughout his life. I have a very good friend who's a very famous person who's been abducted. Uh, and I'm also one of the world's top experts on near-death experiences, NDEs. I've studied this. I've interviewed them on my show. If you listen to my show, you know that people that go to heaven want to talk. People that go to hell don't really want to talk. But this, the experiences are very similar. So we're going to talk about this coming up. This is what he has to say, and the evidence he has is, is blockbuster. I've never heard it done so brilliantly. Timothy, before we get to that, you know, I think of the scene at the beginning of Exorcist 
with Father Karras there and what he what he experienced. Have you encountered uh, evil forces trying to stop you get this out, getting this information out? Not necessarily getting this information out, but I lived in Peru for a decade, and I lived in front of a. For a while, I was uh, renting out this hostel in this um, in the city of Terrapoto, Jungle City, in the Amazon basin of Peru. And across from the hostel I was renting um, was a center uh, for ayahuasca. It was a uh, it was a uh, rehab center called Takiwasi, very famous rehab center. I believe it's owned and operated by by uh, Frenchmen. And uh, so they they work directly with shamans and. Uh, so they were incorporating a lot of shamanism into their into their rehab, um, you know, with the uh, ayahuasca and and, and and all of that. And I definitely experienced some very interesting things over there, and have myself dealt with at least one individual who I believe was legitimately demon possessed, um, and have seen a lot of very interesting things, especially living in the jungle. Yeah, uh, living in the jungles of Peru. I went to Costa Rica. I did ayahuasca. I was brought up a Christian. I, uh, I, I kept my, you know, you have a, you have a, a, a mantra, a beat, and mine was Jesus goes with me. Jesus goes with me. But I saw some, um, uh, that this is a whole nother show. We'll have to do it. But, um, you know, do I encourage people to do it? I don't. Uh, I really believe that the woman that was administering this was demonic. And, uh, I had done it for several nights and it lasted about 45 minutes. And then I saw something. We all saw a uh, very much like a demonic force from the um, Francis Ford Coppola movie, Dracula, what he looked like in bat form, that sort of thing, but kind of a, a, a white, grotesque, dewy, uh, moist, old thing chewing on this guy's shoulder. And we all saw it. Mm -hmm. uh, ayahuasca, you don't have a group. You don't have a group hallucination. And what I believe that is, and having studied all this as well and traveled around the world, uh, I believe that it cuts off sugar to your brain and you're able to, that these drugs cut off sugar to your brain and you're able to access memories. Hmm. Uh, I had little, I had vivid 30 second little memories for about 45 minutes and I was there with my dad on his deathbed and things like that. And I mean, it was like, I saw the carpet. I, I mean, it was, I was there. It was wow. like time travel. I don't add a God element to it like so many people do. And I would really caution people that when you open yourself up, whether it's through Ouija board or tarot cards, and remember that these demonic entities, these pre-natural entities can quote Christ and they can quote the Bible. They know the Bible better than you do. So I had these psychics and witches on my show and, and people that are into Wicca and all this other stuff. Well, I'm good. I quote the Bible. So does Satan. Uh, being able to quote the Bible doesn't mean, well, and heck, there's a there's a preacher I'm exposing right now that uh, just beyond evil, but I don't want to go there. Okay. Are the, who are the sons of man? And why did Jesus call himself the son of man? Well, the sons of men are the sons of Adam. We are the sons of men. Mm -hmm. And it's extremely important that we understand this is really in a nutshell, really at the heart of what my book is about is who are we? What does it mean to be a human being? What does it mean to be a son or a daughter of Adam? And that's really the main thrust, and it, it, it pertains directly to the gospel of Christ, because the universe doesn't exist. The, 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 narr the narrative of history, cosmic history, is not about us. It's about Christ. We're ancillary characters in his story. And so um, 
we are sons of men, sons of Adam, and Christ, according to the gospel of Christ, the Son of God became a man to redeem the sons and daughters of Adam. And that's, a, you know, this is, the, this is the heart of the gospel, that mankind was, was redeemed, and that means to be bought back, to be purchased back. So purchased back from whom? Well, purchased back from the dragon, from the devil. The dragon redeemed, is dead. Redeemed from the devil so that we might be reconciled to God, and we're reconciled to God and redeemed from the devil through the cross of Christ. And that happens so that, so that we might be restored to what we once were, so that we might be restored to the, our original estate in the family of God. That's the gospel of Christ. And so Christ became a man to save mankind and yes, only mankind. Well, obviously. Are the morning stars the same as the sons of God? Yes. Okay. And I refer to the morning stars, the sons of God, as our elder siblings, because I think that's exactly uh, how they're depicted in the biblical narrative. And so we're a part, those who are redeemed in Christ are restored to the family. And that family is comprised not only of Adam and his offspring, but also of these, well, these, these entities whom I call the elder race. The Bible designates them ambiguously as angels, and they, they pre-exist us, and they're part of the family of God. They're called the sons of God. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, the gospel of Christ is the greatest story I've ever told, and it is the original story. All, I believe that all epics in human Every 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 story, every epic story ever told on planet Earth by human beings is a, is derived fundamentally from the Gospel of Christ, the original story. I agree. I remember hearing live broadcast on KCMO as a Kansas, a Kansas City station radio station. Nixon walking around a spaceship and saying, "My God, what makes it fly?" I was on the Fox News channel every day for seven years, one of the highest rated segments. And I had on um, Paul Vallely, I believe General Paul Vallely, Colonel Hunt and others, and David mm -hmm. Hunt. And uh, the next day I was told mm, they weren't allowed to talk about some of the things I was bringing up involving mm -hmm. space aliens. I'd heard about the meetings with Eisenhower. Understand that we sound uh, crazy, but... Uh, Not so much anymore. Yeah, look, we can't... We can't be invaded. We can't be kidnapped as human beings. God won't allow it unless we give permission. You make a point of that in the book. So let me, hold on. Let me let me make sure I got this right. Reading your book. It's been a while. So correct me. The space aliens meet with Eisenhower. I've heard this from a lot of people that would not come on the radio and didn't want to talk about it. The space aliens met with Eisenhower. They offered all kinds of... What's that? 1954. And of course, Eisenhower's ending speech basically saying you are screwed. The government is your enemy. I mean, you know, this was one of the top generals in World War II. Maybe him saying, beware the military complex, the industrial military complex. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Pretty powerful. CIA. <laughs> yeah. So, so the space aliens meet with Eisenhower, and I've heard this my whole life, from top brass. Mm -hmm. And they say, look, we're going to give you an unbelievable technology, but we need permission to study you. We won't hurt anybody. We're going to study them. The government agreed, the aliens went away, and we haven't heard from them since. They haven't done anything for us, and they're terrorizing people. But God wouldn't have allowed it to happen unless we had permission. Am I right? Yes. Uh, it, it, from, in, it, from my perspective, according to my hypothesis, um, and I believe that this is 
a biblically accurate worldview is that mankind was given authority of planet Earth. We are the vice regents of this planet. We have authority here. We are the ones who govern the Earth. And we're supposed to do so according to the precepts of the kingdom of heaven. Unfortunately, mankind is wicked and is more often influenced by the adversaries of God rather than God himself. So um, we allow incursions. We allow, we abdicate authority to the enemies of God. And when we do that, we allow them to have influence in our realm. It's our realm. Though. You have to welcome them to in. The devil. As what? I said, you have to welcome evil in. Exactly. You have to let it in. The, the earth does not belong to the devil. Uh, this is a misconception I deal with in the book, and it's kind of a long topic, so we don't have to go into it here. But the myth, but the the the, the earth does not belong to the devil. The Bible clearly says that the heavens, even the heavens, are the Lord's, but the earth He has given to the sons of men, not to the devil, not to any other creatures, to mankind. So we govern here, and if we govern well, the people rejoice and there's prosperity. If we govern wickedly, then the people mourn. And part of governing wickedly is be allowing ourselves to be influenced by the enemies of God. I'm talking about non-human enemies of God, be they, you know, the the uh, the apostate sons of God, what the Bible calls the devil and his angels, or uh, alien entities that are here for nefarious purposes. Okay, Tim, is it Tim or Timothy? Tim's fine. Tim, here here's the here's the. The big question. There's a lot of big questions with you, actually. Uh, my brother, who I believe also is, well, I know he's dabbled in some some bad stuff. Uh, when I the, the demonic possession that I witnessed, and what I hear from people that have been abducted, they seem very similar. Are space aliens and demons one and the same? No, 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 not are, for are the aliens working with demonic entities. No, not no. from my perspective. And, and the reason, okay, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I, by the way, someone yelled at me about this. Don't interrupt people, but I, I, I got to. It's, it's just in my nature. Forgive me. Um, you talk about, and again, people close to me, I've, I've had these interviews over the years, so I just want to cut to it a little bit, but the grays are these almost clone-like robotic things that work on you and mess with you and they're terrorizing. They're the ones that pull you out of your house, mm -hmm. but there's always a reptilian or an, ex, an insectoid thing that is separate that is commanding them. Mm -hmm. So the, the greys, what we think of as the close encounters of the third kind alien are completely unfeeling. Ah, you wake up, you're on a table, you're being operated on, mm -hmm. get away, get away. And they move away robotically and then they come back. Mm -hmm. But there is something very diabolical I mean, something unfeeling working on you is is terrifying. But there is something you talk about. What do you what do you call the you are they called reptilians? The, well, the, well yeah, and then there's the insectoids on, on board the vessel. But the insectolins, that's that's what uh, Dr. David Jacobs, the premier, in my opinion, the premier abduction researcher, uh, has denominated them insectolins because they they kind of have a praying mantis shaped head. Yeah, and and and, and by the way, people. You know, when they hear this for the first time, they think this is complete science fiction. Let me tell you who's not laughing. The Pentagon isn't laughing. That's right. Okay? Pentagon isn't laughing. They know. They, they know assume the human shape. They've known about the grades for a long time. And, uh, you know, going all the way back to 1947 and perhaps even before. Um, this is this is the world of fact, not fiction. 
to those who are operating in the deep black in the in the black budget projects and special access projects, um, the military contractors who are reverse engineering yeah. the craft. Uh, this is not science fiction. Now, you use the term diabolical. I said that the greys are not demons. Why do I say they're not demons? Because I, I explained the context, the, the cosmological, the Hebrew cosmological context of the of the demon is specifically and only the disembodied spirit of a Nephilim, of a giant from the pre-flood age. So are the greys that? No, the greys are something else. They're very, as you said, very dispassionate. Another dimension or are they from another planet? We don't know. I don't know where they're from, but they're certainly alien and certainly extraterrestrial. Yeah. And there's a lot of talk about interdimensional. The problem with interdimensional, the interdimensional hypothesis is that we don't know what interdimensional even looks like. None of us have ever seen an interdimensional realm. None yeah. of us. We can't measure it. We can't see it. We can't touch it. We can't interact act with it. And yet the planets gloss and shimmer every night. You, you, you can see you, Mars through a telescope. You saw the uh, super hydrogen collider. Uh, I forget what they, I, I, I'm not saying it right. But yeah, the, yeah. the super hydrogen collider, I'm saying it right. You saw the opening ceremony for that. It was a full-on demonic celebration. Yeah, it was an occult spectacle. So are they, I mean, they're right now trying to break into the dimension to let loose these things, aren't they? Look, the, you know, this kind of stuff, it's its at the very, very top upper crust of, of, of a lot of these organizations and institutions. But I'm talking the 1%, less than 1%. Yeah. You have occultists. That was the case with NASA. Uh, that was the case with uh, John uh, Parsons, uh, John Parsons, and 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 the Rocket Man and and, and his group. Um, you have a, there are cultists. It was the same with the Nazis. The Nazis at the oh. top levels, the top echelons of the of of the Nazi Party were occultists. Famous. And I don't think that's changed. Now Famous. the rank and, the rank and file working at the Large Hadron Collider in in uh, which I visited are are they're particle nerds. You saw the satanic sacrifice video. Do you believe that's genuine? No, that was a no. hoax. Okay. And that was, that was, are you talking about the one that was done in front of the statue of Shiva? Correct. That was a hoax. And they did that to troll people like yeah. us. Uh, that yeah. was a complete hoax. I know it was a hoax. I talked to people at the, over in Geneva at the Hadron Collider. I was in front of that statue talking to particle physicists about that very occasion and, and it is widely known to be a hoax. And they were trying to troll people because they knew that people were saying that, you know, they, was, they were trying to open a portal to another dimension, blah, blah, blah. Now, is there some truth to that? Yes, there is some truth to it. Probably not the way most people think. Um, and again, at the very, very, very top echelon of these organizations and a very, very small sliver of individuals are occultists. They just are. And I would no. say the same for probably the Pentagon, the CIA, the NSA. Uh, they are occultists. Not all of them, but a lot of the guys who pull the levers of power are, in fact, occultists. And when we say occultists, by the way, we're not talking about the, the traditional Satan worshipers who go around, you know, uh, worshiping Satan and drinking blood and that sort of thing. Well, drinking blood is perhaps something they do. They do do. Most of these people have a different conception of Satan. They don't really believe in a physical Satan. A lot of these people, they just they oppose uh, Christianity. They're, they're, you know what they are? When, when we talk about occultists, they're, they're, they are a, an amalgamation of two philosophies. They're an amalgam amalgamation of, of Nietzschean philosophy, Friedrich Nietzsche, and Aleister Crowley, Thelema. Mm -hmm. It's an amalgamation of, uh, of the do as thou wilt, the, the, the Thelemic creed, and Nietzsche's 
uh, basically defiance of God and Christianity. And so it's and so, you know, and then, of course, you have the 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 old the age old family lines, you know, the quote unquote Illuminati families and some of these power brokers and these powerful families that have been in power for a very long time, many of whom, yes, yes, are occultists. Tim, I've been invited to be a member of the Council of Foreign Relations. I've been to Bohemian Grove. Uh, when these things actually happen to you, they don't seem very extraordinary. I've uh, talked with people that attended Geneva in these meetings. I could mention all the names, but uh, it would just get me deplatformed quicker. But all the names you've heard your entire life, and the one thing they all have in common is they want less of us on Earth. Absolutely. We are a cancer. Mm -hmm. And as we look at what's going on right now, and again, it's not worth it to me to go into it. But I will just say, and you and I were talking off screen, mm -hmm. uh, never. I'm not against anything medical, but that's not what this is about. No. I believe right now uh, we have people in power that are very much into thinning the herd. I can't believe someone in Georgia hasn't torn down those uh, guide stones, uh, which are just Luciferian in Lu nature. Luciferian, exactly. And that's the word, Luciferian. That was what I was going to say. Luciferians believe that they are the friends of mankind. Luciferians believe that they're the light workers, that they're wh whatever they're doing ultimately is going to be for the benefit of the planet and the human race. So if they got to call the populace, if they got to call the population of the earth, and bring it down to 500 million, they're, they're doing it for our own good in their minds. They're light workers. They're doing it yeah. for the planet and for future generations. That's how they think of themselves. And Satan was the angel of light. Exactly. So when you go to a Catholic church and they don't say Jesus anymore, God, they say light, go to the light, embrace the light, the light, the light. And some Catholic churches have done this. You know that they've been corrupted. Absolutely. I had, uh, I had, do you know Malachi Martin, Father Malachi Martin? I've never met him, but I've certainly listened to a lot of his interviews. Well, he's dead now. He was killed mm -hmm. during, well, or right after a possession. But uh, yeah, no, he was a friend of mine. And, and he said, Catholic Church, when I went through pre-Cana, Father John DeBicke, locally, really a wonderful guy, uh, they never mentioned Jesus. And, and I said, Father, why didn't you mention Jesus? I, he goes, well, we have people marrying Muslims and Jews and, and other. We, we don't want to offend anybody. I can't imagine uh, you know, some, some Islamic guy uh, marrying a Christian girl, then worried about offending the Christians. Uh, it's amazing how weak we've been. I took a picture that went around the world. It was a great picture of the police putting up tape in front of a Catholic church. Uh, I went to a Catholic church uh, yesterday. A friend of mine, uh, his son was getting honored, and it was just amazing the amount of liberal propaganda. Put on the murder! Separate! Don't don't look at the get the and get out! I mean, I, I just I can't believe it, and I can't believe fellow Americans are putting up with this. And again, I can't go into detail. You know, I got out of radio because they said don't question the election, and tell everybody, you know. And I said, well, yeah, I'm yeah, not interested. Yeah. Yeah. And look, it's their right. It's their right. Just as your publisher, he says, look, we don't want a book about. We don't want a book about aliens and Satan. Okay, it's their right, right, Tim? I'm not yeah. angry. And by the way, that's another thing, right? Anytime a white person raises his voice, they're extreme and radical. Anytime you have any energy, you're angry. 
right? Anytime a, a white guy on the radio, you can yell and scream. If you're a white guy and you raise your voice, you're angry. I'm passionate. There is a difference. Sorry, I'm I'm you're rambling a white, on angry here. Insurrectionist. <laughs> What's that? You're a white angry insurrectionist. Oh, we're more we're more dangerous than the Taliban. They you know the prison they just emptied. It's it's madness. Okay. So Eisenhower made a deal that space aliens could operate on us. They have been exploring us. Uh, my friends believe, and some of the people I've interviewed, that they have, they're, they're studying us for reproduction purposes. Uh, is that the purpose? Why, why are they uh, probing us, Tim? Well, they're not studying us. We are, first of all, I believe that the Greys ar <clears throat> arrived in the, in the mid to late 1800s. And so this program has been going on for over a century. And we are what? now we are now in an advanced stage. And the program is a breeding program. And like the, the purpose of the program is to create human alien hybrids that are indistinguishable from the human race that can seamlessly seamlessly integrate into the human populace without being identifiable. Are they among us right now? I believe they are. Can you I identify? Mean, let, let me say this. Let can me you identify any of them? No. I think that perhaps elements of our military are frantically trying to figure out how they can. And perhaps other elements are working with them. Who knows? Uh, all we can do is speculate. But, you know, for people who are listening to this and think this is just crazy, this is nonsense. First of all, the, the existence of UFOs, if you don't believe in UFOs at this point, you're the crazy one. Because the Pentagon is, is, has already admitted that they're real. The Pentagon has. Yeah. And so if you're the one who's the weirdo if you don't believe in UFOs at this point. Um, but to take it further in terms of the alien abductions, because that's really what this is about. UFOs are just, you know, lights in the sky, silvery disc, walnut-shaped objects darting through the atmosphere. But, we're, but the real problem isn't just the craft. And the craft are a problem because they represent unfathomable technology, the likes of which we have nothing close. Now, we have some hybridized vehicles, and we can talk about that later. But the real issue here is the abduction program, the alien abduction program. And what I want to say about that is that this is not a realm of speculation. This is a realm of scientific data and fact. And the data has been accrued, not by people like me, just researchers, layman researchers. The data that, that, I, base my, uh, that I base my book on, the, the, the chapter on aliens, comes from PhDs, comes from guys like John Mack, who was a, who was a head of the psychology at Harvard University, from guys like Dr. David Jacobs, who was a professor of history at, the Un at Temple University, guys like Bud Hopkins, highly educated, intelligent, rational man, yeah. Dr. Carla Turner. And this evidence is fact-based. It has every kind of evidence that would pass in a court of law. It is unimpeachable. You cannot deny, not using logic, not, not on the basis of data, you cannot deny, once you look at the data, that the alien abduction program is stone-cold scientific fact, period. Timothy, Timothy, I've been around, and I have a—I mean, I did 50 episodes of Jerry Springer. I have the ability to uh, sniff out bullshit, and these people, when they talk about it, uh, they're terrified, and they don't want to be public. Many of them don't want to be on—they they have nothing to gain— these people have had something horrific happen to them and they have flashes of, of, of something. And it's not a dream and it's not a drug state. Will alien abductions, uh, are they going to say the rapture when the rapture happens? Do you believe in a rapture? 
Yes, but uh, I don't know when it'll happen. I don't get into the pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib debate because I think it's irrelevant. Yeah. But yes, I do believe in a rapture. So when, when, when Christians disappear, the government will say, oh, space aliens. Very possibly. I've yeah. definitely. What's coming? What? Let, let's 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 get to the I good can stuff. Tell you what's coming. I can yeah. tell you what's coming. And, and here's how I know what's Wait coming. Wake your friends. Tell your friends to turn us on right now. Yeah. This, because, this will save their souls. Listen, the Pentagon is is already preparing us for what's coming. The Pentagon is preparing us. The Pentagon. Look how they're framing the UFO reality. Their words. UFO reality. Pentagon's words. They're framing this the UFO reality as a national security threat. That's how this is. This is the context. It's not, you know, hey, let's make contact with these friendly aliens from Mars or whatever. No, this is a national security threat. These disks, these extraterrestrial craft, and again, this is their terms. They're calling this uh, vehicles not made on this earth. Um have been found hovering over our secret installations, our underground, deep underground installations. They're hovering there. They hover over our missile, our nuclear missile silos, and they deactivate them. Fact. Yeah. These craft are hovering over our battleships. They're hovering over our aircraft carriers. They're harassing our fighters. This is a threat. It's a clear right. and present danger. And this is the, this is the context of this, this soft rollout of disclosure. So what what's going to happen? Where are we so, headed? So what I believe is going to happen is this is a threat, that, the likes of which we've never seen before on this planet. And I believe that the, the military industrial complexes of all, of all these different nations, including China, including Russia, including the UK, are very much aware of it. And it's going to require some kind of universal response. And I don't believe that uh, we have the technology, we have the capability to defeat the, the agenda of the gray aliens. By the what way, what is the agenda? What is the agenda? Say that their agenda, I agree with Dr. David Jacobs, their agenda is planetary acquisition. I believe that they want our planet. And that's what they're here for. And that's what the abduction program is about. And that's, that's complex. And but, then you believe God steps in and that and, and that's the return of Christ? Ultimately, or? yes. Ultimately, yeah. yes. So I believe that what we're facing, again, this is what the Pentagon is already flagging. What we're facing is an extraterrestrial threat, threat by alien entities who are in possession uh, of advanced technology. And this is a threat which we will not be able to forestall. And so we're going to need help. We're going to need saving. And this is the this is the circumstance that I illustrate in my book, and I go into great detail about this. And by the way, um, there's another there's there's three things that I think are converging that I talk about in my book, and there's three elements to this. But we'll, we'll just talk about the 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 UFO stuff right now. And so we need help in defeating this threat. But you know what? I believe that in the hour of our greatest need, somebody is going to show up to save us, and it's not going to be the good guys. Right. And I believe that these entities who are going to show up to save us. Uh, that's where the great deception starts. These entities are going to be very, uh, they're going to be very beautiful. They're going to look just like us. They're going to be members. Uh, they're going to be hybrid members of the elder race. I think they're literally going to be the sons of the dragon and his angels, the hybrid children of the dragon and his angels. And this oh, wow. may sound far-fetched to people. Wow. Read the book. I documented in the book using the scriptures. And also following some 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 lines of logic, 
And so we're going to need saving. They're going to deliver us and they're going to lead mankind ultimately into a war with God. Now understand that when we talk about Armageddon, we are not talking about a war with Israel. We are talking no. about a war with Christ. That's what Armageddon is. Armageddon is not a war with Israel. It's a war with Christ. That's why Christ returns with the armies of heaven to, to vanquish the beast, the Antichrist, the son of perdition and his armies. And I believe that that is a literal kinetic war. This isn't a supernatural war. No, this no. is a kinetic war. And it's going to be fought with, with advanced technology. And that's what Armageddon is. It's yeah, like I mean, a sci-fi movie. But that's, in my opinion, that's what Armageddon is. Timothy, uh, I spent some time with Obama before he was Obama. And I couldn't believe how full of shit he was. And, uh, you know, he's whatever you want him to be. What's my point? My point is, as a kid, I went to see Hal Lindsey and people like that. Mm -hmm. And I always wondered what I, you know, what I, people loved Hitler, man. I, I interviewed Germans. Uh, they're screaming and, you know, they didn't have good amplification. What's he say? I don't know. But yeah, uh, mass hysteria. And I would talk to people that, uh, you know, and they fell for it. I think we can all look around right now who would be yelling to put us in the boxcars. I heard someone on the radio the other day saying, listen, if you don't, if you don't get it, you're a murderer. You should be lined up and shot and put in a trench. Uh, we are, we are experiencing here in Chicago. Uh, there's no, we have no cash. We have no change, which I think is all nonsense, of course. Mm -hmm. And so they want us to go cashless. We won't be able to buy or sell without a microchip that I understand Bill Gates is working on. I, I think we're really being set up here. And I, I wonder, I think that I will, I, you'll be able to spot him. I'll be able to spot him. Do you, so you, you know, the Antichrist, they say will come out of the Middle East. It doesn't mean he's Middle Eastern. Um, I think the Antichrist is coming out of, is coming from the sky. In but, a saucer. <laughs> but, well, I don't know. I don't know if that, about that. But, but um, don't you think it's pretty clear right now? Uh, Who's good and evil? Isn't evil yeah, decloaked? They're not, not even hiding anymore. It's kind of frightening because uh, we're seeing this suddenly the masses are, as you said, are, are describing a very large percentage of the U.S. population, 30, 40 percent, as killers, as uh, basically others that need to be sequestered from society, locked away, even killed. And that is frightening. That is it's terrifying. Yeah. Because how did we get there so quickly? And let me let me say something. Let me interject something here that, you know, maybe is a little off topic. But we were talking about the the uh, Catholic Church, the Vatican, a little bit uh, earlier. You know, uh, uh, we have to understand this is a whole other piece of the puzzle here. But uh, th what's going on in the universities and what's happening in society has been was seeded a long time ago by the Jesuits. The the doctrine the doctrine that's being. Uh, uh, foisted on our young people is liberation theology, fundamentally liberation theology, which, which was developed uh, ironically by a Peruvian Jesuit priest and, and has, been, it has been promulgated. Which, what, what is that? 
Simply, what is it? What is that philosophy? Liberation theology. Yeah. It's, a, it's it's critical race theory. Oh. It's it's a it's a it's a doctrine of the oppressed and the oppressors. Timothy and it breaks the world into a, the oppressed and the oppressors, and the in the in the and the the mission basically of the of the of the Catholic Church, according to the Jesuits, is to is to liberate the oppressed from the oppressors. Guess who's the oppressors? Yeah, you and me yeah. are the oppressors. We're the, the creators oppressors. of uh, so much wonderful stuff. We're uh, it's 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 freakish, and of course, I believe in MLK, Reverend yeah. Martin Luther King Jr. Where we judge people by by character, and that exactly. was drilled into me: character, not skin color, not exactly. race, not religion, skin. Yeah. Character. Critical now, no, 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 no. If you have white skin, you're evil. Exactly. I mean, this, yeah. is, this is the epitome of racism. Well, it is racism. It's not the epitome. It's the antithesis. Racism. Critical race theory is the antithesis of the doctrine yes. of Martin Luther King. The antithesis. Yeah. Boy, and uh, just, just a little side note here as we think about letting out Sirhan Sirhan, the Muslim murderer of, uh, of who would have been our next president. Uh, perfect timing. Uh, and, and some of his kids want him out. Wow. Uh JFK, the commie libs hero, if they listen to him now, he's right of Trump. He is. Yes, he's he right is. of Trump. This is how far, how crazy they've gotten. And look, I knew Truman Democrats, good people. I So there's still some of them in Chicago, they're friends of mine. But a lot of these people are just full on communists. And uh, look, I, 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 Timothy, you understand that some fights are not worth it? I do. Okay. So you guess the sign. You guess the sign that's in my name. You don't have to say it. You know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. so my neighbors have a sign. And I said, I'm, I'm curious because I've gone to church with you. You're Christian. Yeah. Yeah. And you know that that organization is openly anti-Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're white. You understand they hate you. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're married and you understand that they openly hate any, regardless of skin color, they openly hate any marriage. Yeah. 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 You understand that they're communists and Marxists. I mean, you're a businessman. You, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I celebrated 4th of July with you. Understand they're anti-America. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Liberation theology. What the F do you say to these people? They've been, uh, it's, they've been propagandized. They want you dead. They hate your God. They hate your country. And you put their sign in your front yard? Uh, it feels good. It feels good, Timothy. That's right. Brother, it's I'm telling you, honest to God, the, the fights I'm going through, the battles I have, I'm sure you too. Oh, I won't wear the effing yeah. muzzle. I won't get, I can't, I don't want to say it because it creates problems for me. But I'm I'm going down fighting. I'm amazing amount of people. Big talk. Uh, the guy with the eye patch on TV mm -hmm. who uh, wants them to take our guns. Real patriot. Crenshaw. Yeah, the guy that replaced Rush that screams and yells. I don't know him. I've never heard him. I mean, I, I didn't hear, I haven't heard him since he took over Rush. I hear a lot of uh, these so-called right-wingers that are very upset and say nothing. What we need to say is, would you, and you you can agree or disagree. We don't have time for any more bullshit. It's time to get our house in order because uh, it's coming. Everything you've heard about, all the stories you've heard, this is it. It's do or die time. And I just pray for a hedge of protection around my house and my children, but we don't have time for it. And if, you, if you're not smart enough to see the evil and to see the decloaking, and if you can't tell that uh, they handed over the, the list of all the Christians and all of our friends to, to the terrorists. Right. And then and, and I'm, I'm going to ramble on here. And, and, and well, Al-Qaeda A, and then there's uh, Taliban C. It's the army of the devil. They all hate America. They hate us. They want us dead. You saw CNN. Nudie, see if you can find it.
CNN. Ah, they say they hate America, but they seem nice. Good God almighty. Well, I put the sign in the yard, you know, yeah, they hate me in Christ. And they want me dead, but mm, all are welcome here. Do you love that sign? All are welcome here. I live in a nice area. We'll met. All are welcome here. Really? Do you really want them here? Do you want terrorists here? You want communists here? You want killers here, you idiots? The, the zeitgeist of America, the, the ethos of America right now, of, of, of half of America, is is even even a lot of people on the right is precisely what it was like with the Jews before they were marched off to concentration camps. It's that same apathy. No, it's not going to happen. No, it's not going to go that far. It, it, this is the moment we're in, and that's what's so scary. And it's a moment of action. And if action I have, is taken, then, then, you know, the next thing that'll happen is they'll come up with some, just like they came up with an excuse with coronavirus to take away our basic rights, our right to assemble, uh, our right not to be locked in our houses. Uh, they'll find a way. They will ultimately find a way to disarm us. Well, and once the American populace is disarmed, we're Australia. That's why, why, that's why the Australians have no power. What the Australians are going through is hell. Do you can you believe the amount of the, the way the church, the American church acquiesced? I can believe it. Yeah, because I I've watched I've watched the dismantling of the preaching of the gospel in churches. And churches have become again, I'll I'll say again, they they they've begun to promulgate the doctrine of the Jesuits. Well, it's motivational speaking. It's about, the, it's about liberating people from oppression. It's a it's a gospel of social justice, which is not the gospel of Christ. And that's that's why the that's why these churches are folding. Let's let's play the uh, the clip, and then I'd like to see some of the comments from folks. Can you play the clip? They're just chanting "Death to America," but they seem friendly at the same time. It's utterly bizarre. You've seen that? I've seen it. <laughs> What's I mean, there's your liberalism. That woman is. And she's covered, and yet America's horrible for women. Something else I want to mention, Timothy, and I don't think you mentioned in your book, but you know the 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 demon goat thing that they worship, Baphomet. Yeah, um, you know it's 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 non you know it's non sexual. You know it's got male and female yeah. body parts. Yeah. And do you know that uh, I had a, a Polish uh, Uber driver talking to me about this? Uh, that that that's the first thing they do when the commies take over is they they get rid of sexes. You're not you're not male or female. The clothing is all, and of course, the muzzle is psychological, and that goes back to early Satanism. The muzzle is these paper masks. Well, anyway, it's a satanic tool to silence us. It's doing grave emotional harm to our children. Am I am I boring you? No, absolutely okay. not. So, I mean, this this well, there's a hundred different sexes. Uh, that's a full on Satanist agenda. There's no get 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 yourself to hate what God created. Hate your skin color, hate what you were born, hate what you believe, hate, 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 divide and conquer. And of course, Satan, the word Satan means the accuser. Lots of finger pointing going around right now. Well, and, uh, it ain't of God, it's of Satan. And these preachers with their skinny jeans and their fog machines and their big dreams, uh, their big dreams are about their new boat. They have a yacht, why don't you? They have a private plane, why don't you? They're thieves. And I'm here to tell you, God is real. Jesus is real, the devil is real, and anything else you've been lied to about. And uh, this is it, folks. This is the lion's den. I hope you knew that before you tuned in. This is where the angels and the devils fight, and we're choosing up sides, all right? 
So it's time for you to pick a side. And if you're not having any problems right now, probably because you're not a threat to anyone or anything, the devil's already got you and you're done. If you're not getting blowback right now, it's because you don't matter. You're part of the problem. How would you like me on your Amazon cruise? Are you changing your mind? I want you even more on Amazon cruise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The book really riled me up. It's one of the greatest books I've read. Um, uh, it's certainly the best book I've read in years, and I read five books a week. I say that not to brag, but to let people know I have some, uh, some uh, you know, reference here. The other thing is, Timothy, do you know in Chicago radio or in national radio, you have six seconds to get someone's attention? Six seconds. It's less than a goldfish. The radio listener has the attention span less of the gold, less of a goldfish. We did, we did um, auditorium tests and people would, you know, we get 800 people and pay them and buy them lunch and they would talk about man cow and they would say, I wish he'd had the Rolling Stones live. Oh, yeah, that's good. And you know, he ought to have the president on and talk to him in person. Yeah, that'd be good. It's like complete nonsense. Like people have no concept of what I do or what it takes to do it. But do you know the number one most offensive word? What's that? Of the radio listener? What's that? Oh, let, let me, I just want to backtrack a little bit. With Springer and all those shows, when people start yelling at each other, they found out it was a tune out. That's why you don't see that like you used to. Remember the fighting? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You ready for this? We've broken the rule many times. This is going to shock you. The number one word that gets people to turn you off on the radio. You ready? Book. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. Book. Oh, man. <laughs> Book. Oh. Americans have been dumbed down. Our TV is stupid. White guys are fat and uh, fathers are idiots. They're only to be stolen from. Every Disney cartoon will show you. Do you remember the Bible bangers when we were kids talking about Disney and how they wanted to poison our children? And I thought, oh, my God. Well, it turns out they're right. Look at the shit Disney's shoveling. Okay, so how do we protect ourselves from the evil that's coming? How do we protect ourselves from the mark, from a cashless society, and from everything we've been warned against? Well, I would say that uh, what we need to do, especially because so many Christians, <clears throat> speaking specifically of Christians, so many Christians have been <clears throat> deprived of uh, the meat that their that their pastors have been supposed to be feeding them, I would say that you need to you need to delve deep into the gospel of Christ, understand the gospel, understand what it means to be a human being, because we are entering into with ultimately we're we're, we're this trajectory we are on, this 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 Marxist. Uh, this Marxist program to dehumanize us and to strip our identity away is a, is part of a larger strategy because the future is a post-human future. That's where we're headed, and that's a whole other conversation, the transhumanism heading into a post-human future. And so I would say people need to understand who they are, what it means to be a human being, what it means to be a son and a daughter of Adam, and we need to understand it now. This is the time that we have a firm grasp on the gospel of Christ. What's that the most important artifact? What's the most important artifact on earth? It, what do you mean artifact? What you mean like a physical artifact? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would say that uh, you mean artifact in terms of a biblical artifact or just in or, or anything. You've you've been you've been uh, all over the the world searching for artifacts. What what's the what's the artifact? Stargate. 
I saw the movies. Stargate. Is there a Stargate? I, I absolutely believe that there are Stargates, both ancient and contemporary. And, and you can walk through them and go to other times? I, not other times. I think other parts of the universe. What about the Spear of Longinus? Uh, I don't know. I don't really. Uh, I don't really put any stock in those kind of, uh, yeah. you know, medieval crusader artifacts. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't have any. I know that Hitler was obsessed with those. He tried to find the spear and, and yeah. uh, you know, and the chalice and, and so forth. But uh, I don't put any stock in that. I think the functioning technology of the elder race. Those are the artifacts, and those are the artifacts that the military-industrial complex is toying with, trying to reverse engineer, and trying to locate. Are there bones of people 11 feet tall and taller, giants, in the basement of the Smithsonian or, or kept secretly? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't have any proof, but I've interviewed people who's, who claim to have first-hand knowledge, who seem to be very credible, and I would say absolutely there are. Well, you know, I studied, uh, I'm a, a student of P.T. Barnum, and the Cardiff Giant was bullshit, but boy, giants go back uh, to the very beginning of man, mankind. Um, some, there, there we go. Some, something, uh, there was something big and very frightening that stomped around our planet. No, there's uh, no question. Listen, I, I went, uh, I did extensive research in Peru and uh, on, on different, top, different topics, including giants. And I found that if you watch the first episode of the True Legend series, uh, Technology of the Fallen, I believe it's called, um, I worked with a historian, a famous Peruvian historian, archaeologist. I saw him. Uh, and, and he produced a CD. He went to the original, the archives of the, of the uh, chroniclers that were we were from which we derive all of our history of the conquest of Peru. So this is where we get our history of the conquest of Peru. Right in those documents, they're laced with material pertaining to the bones of giants. Peru is ground zero. Laced with material pertaining to the bones of giants yeah. and living giants, and we're, and we're talking about giant full skeletons, head and all. So we're not talking about dinosaurs and giants being described, skeletons of giants being described in various uh, uh, ways that are clearly humanoid, not giant sloths. And this comes right out of the same uh, uh, documents from which we derive the history of the conquest of Peru that we all learn about in the history books in high school. Well, Vinny, Vinny here is saying the angels should come down to earth and breed with humans, and that's how we got the giants. Well, that's that's how we started, Vinny, with that. Yeah. Uh, and and did the women do it willingly? They weren't raped. Oh, now that's now that's a very interesting question, and uh, that's something that a lot of people miss. I believe there was a bargain was struck, very reminiscent of the bargain of the Greys with us. Yeah. They gave us, according to the Book of Enoch, the technology we were already striving to learn. So they came down and made a bargain with the sons of Adam. Why? Because we are the... We are the vice regents of planet Earth. That they're going to come down and do so give us some of your women and we'll give you some technology. Exactly. Give us your women. Give us their women. Give us their hands in marriage legally. And that was a transaction that happened. They got the wives. The women were given to them as wives. Yeah. And they, in turn, gave technology. And so it was authorized by the sons of Adam. It was an authorized transaction. They were allowed to do it. We permitted them to do it. Very much like I think is happening with the grace. Who on Earth uh, do you... Is there anyone you spot on TV and go, oh, they're evil? Oh, my God. Every politician? 
Yeah, the, yeah. Basically, everybody you see in the Biden administration. I think. I think what we're seeing right now. I mean, they are creeps, I man. Think what we're, honestly, I think what we're seeing right now isn't just a difference in political views. It's not just right, the usual right-left nonsense. What we're seeing right now is evil. Yeah, we are seeing yes. it's unprecedented. I think even some of the you know some of the reporters and news people are 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 taken aback by by the evil, by the the. Uh, the 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 contempt, the open contempt that these people have for the for the American people that these that these politicians have for all of us, they have yeah. a contempt for Americans. They go to Afghanistan and they fill up jets of a hundred thousand uh, Afghans and only five thousand American citizens, and they get the Afghans first. That's a contempt for the people in your own country, and, and those are the people who are ruling over us. And where are they dropping them? Anywhere there's Republicans. Where are they allowing all the illegals in? And they want them to be infected. From what I'm reading, it's in all the uh, areas. You why know, do you think Biden's dropping all these Afghans in Florida, and why do you think he's they're they're sending all these illegal immigrants to Florida? It's political warfare. They're yeah. trying to destroy Santis, DeSantis. That's all he's doing. He's yeah. trying to flood it with coronavirus and flood it with illegals and flood it with Afghans to change the demographics in Florida and to and to ruin the reputation of DeSantis. It's political warfare. Problem, reaction, solution. They create the problem. We react in fear and they offer the solution. And it's always we lose more and more freedoms. Look, I want to go to Peru because I want to eat a guinea pig. My kids had guinea pigs and they are nasty little bastards. And I, I want I want to eat one. Did you ever eat guinea pigs? I've eaten a lot of guinea pigs. It's a are delicacy. They, are they good? They're 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 <laughs> excellent. Is uh, Machu Picchu anything? Is there anything significant about that place? You know, Machu Picchu is one of the most beautiful places on the planet. It really is. I'm not a person who likes to go to heavily trafficked tourist areas, but I've been to Machu Picchu five times and it is absolutely breathtaking. Breathtaking. Yeah. It's stunning. There's the book, Birthright. What question didn't I ask you? Is there anything we missed? Um, we covered some big stuff, didn't we? Yeah, we covered a lot of topics. I mean, like, like I said uh, earlier, transhumanism and posthumanism. What big is what is transhumanism? I want to ask you that. Is the transition? It is a transition through technological means between human. And post-human, in other words, human and non-human. Another, again, in other words, being the offspring of Adam to evolving out of Adam into something new, a new kind of humanoid species on planet Earth. That is the future. That is where all of this is going. Yeah. We are headed for a post-human future, and that's why I call it. That's why the subtitle of this book is "The Coming Post-Human Apocalypse and the Usurpation of Adam's Dominion on Planet Earth." That is the end game. Uh, to make us robots, to make us something else, to make us uh, to, what they call mentats in, in Dune. They, they want to usurp our, the, well, when I say they, I'm talking about non-human faction here. Usurp our authority on Earth by causing us to, by beguiling us to consciously evolve ourselves out of Adam, to become something other than the offspring of Adam. And remember, only the offspring of Adam have authority on Earth according to the biblical narrative. I had a best-selling book. Uh, I was much beloved at HarperCollins. And I had had a guy on my show called Jim Mars, who was a friend of mine. Yeah. He wrote a bestseller called Rule by Secrecy. The late Jim Mars. The late Jim Mars, a good friend. I and read Rule by Secrecy. What's that? I read it. I got it on my bookshelf. Of course you did. And, I mean, it was – of course you read it. Uh, and I was at the – 
factory to look at the pallets of my books. I'm getting to a point here. I know this. And it was about 9-11. Okay. When I worked at the Fox News Channel, I saw some things. And I have children. And what I know, I believe, would get me killed. Will I ever mm. talk about it? I don't know. Wow. But I have a pretty good idea of what really happened. Uh, most of what I hear is outlandish crap. What happened in regards to what? 9-11. 9-11, okay. The attack yeah. on 9-11. Yeah. It's not... Gesundheit. <coughs> it's not the story we've been told, but that's not the point of the story. The point is, I saw... Because this book was so huge, I saw a whole factory filled with these books. And they said, oh, we're pulping those. We're pulping those. Hmm. You're going to pulp them? Yeah, no, we're going to pay them off and, and we're not going to. It's too dangerous. Too dangerous. My point is, my friend Dave Salvaggio gave me your book. And I loved it. And I wanted to buy a dozen, as I often do, and hand them out to everybody. And I had trouble finding it. Have you been, because this is so explosive, the book Birthright, uh, ha has your distribution been messed with? Potentially. The only place I'm selling the book right now is on Amazon. Does that shock um, you? I'm surprised they haven't stopped it. Well, it, it well, it, 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 I kind of, the, the, the stuff I deal with is so esoteric that it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't use any of their buzzwords that are getting people. That's uh, what I did. Kicked, kicked off of social media and stuff. You know, you talk about giants, Nephilim, they don't know what the hell a Nephilim is. I mean, you can talk about uh, gray aliens and stuff like that. That's, that's. That content, you know, they used to kill people, by the way. They used to kill ufologists for delving into this stuff. Now they just discredit you online. So they don't have to kill you anymore. Or they call Conspiracy theory. Exactly. So, but they, shock, you know, back, shock. In the, back in the 90s, 80s and 90s, they would just kill you if you would delve too deep into these topics. You talk about deep underground military bases. You talk about the, the, the UFOs and the greys and all this and the secret uh, black ops projects to yeah. reverse engineer alien tech. And, and they would kill people for that. And they really would. I mean, just go do your research. I mean, I'm not talking, I'm talking to people in the audience who aren't familiar with the subject. You'll see they, they would knock people off, like the late Phil Schneider, for example, and his buddy Ron Rummel, who they shot in the face in a park in broad daylight. And, uh, you know, but now because of the Internet, it's so easy to discredit somebody. I mean, it's the easiest thing in the world. And so the, uh, the Hilton where I got married featured in Home Alone 2. It's here in Chicago. And it was also where the fugitive took place, the fugitive party. Remember the great Harrison Ford movie? Mm -hmm. And right there, you can see an entrance right underneath it. And it's a, a whole beautiful multi-lane highway that goes all under the city. And it's for the elite to be able to get out of town. And I talked about in the Sun-Times, took pictures. And anyway, it's, it's this, not for me and you, if there's a dirty bomb or a terrorist attack. No, it's not for us, no. We die. But at the time, it was Mayor Rahm Emanuel, and he, you know, I was driven on it illegally, and I, I drove it and was instantly out of way out of Chicago, out past O'Hare Airport. Yeah. And uh, I took pictures. I showed it. The Sun-Times covered it. You know what they said? Ah, shock jock. He's shock jock. Exactly. Yeah. It's so easy. It's yeah. it, it just discredit you. By the way, the, you know, the deep underground military bases, I think there's over 200 of them in the United States alone. And they're a mile to 10 miles beneath the surface of the earth, and they're connected by 
an underground rail system that that in which a maglev magneto leviton train runs and it can go from coast to coast in a half an hour and it was published the technology was available back in the 70s the rand corporation published it and they said the technology to build this train this tunnel and this train that can go coast to coast in a half an hour exists that was back in the 70s do you think that the military industrial complex did not build that train system yeah. under the ground they absolutely did can you watch we're talking, it? I mean, I, we're I can, a mile beneath the surface of the earth. I can watch the first uh, uh, 10 minutes of Tucker. Uh, the rest of it, I just find to be uh, pre-chewed pablum garbage. Is there any news that you can watch? Is there any websites that you like? Jeez. Uh, you know, I got to be honest with you. Um, it was a lot easier to be a researcher a decade ago. Um, today it's difficult because there's just so much misinformation mixed in with everything. So, you know, I digest a little bit of alternative media sources. I digest a little bit of mainstream. And then I sit back and try and find the truth in between because there's so many wild conspiracy. I mean, people would think that everything we're talking about here uh, is wild conspiracy, but there's a lot of wild, crazy, unfounded bad research out there floating around on the internet about all kinds of things. And then of course you got the mainstream crap narrative that that's, that's just, you know, it's propaganda. It's not news. It's propaganda. Um, you know, I like Tucker Carlson and I like some personalities in the, uh, in the alternative space. Um, but ultimately, you know, people got to be careful because listen, you, there, you, you said it earlier, we've been trained not to learn, not to be informed. We've been trained to be entertained. And so our brains are rewired. What we want is entertainment. And so it's sometimes it's hard for people to, to filter out the truth from false narratives because we're so we're so um, we're so hard hardwired yeah. to just to just consume, consume entertainment. And when the, the hard work, the boring drudgery of research and, and getting to the bottom of true narratives is, is boring and it takes a long time and it's work. And so, you know, that's a problem. You know, we, we want to be entertained. And so and, and that happens, by the way, in the alternative space and in the mainstream media. So it's difficult today, even though we have at our fingertips the collective knowledge of mankind. It's very difficult to filter truth, fact from fiction. Timothy, I have to uh, speak in code here for obvious reasons. But I saw a film, and I, I've told several people today, and they said, oh, yeah, I saw that. So it was new to me today. 16 years ago, I'm sure you've seen this. I just saw it today. Can't see everything. 16 years ago, they talked about a, and it killed your belief in God. Mm -hmm. And they were saying that they wanted to <coughs> do this throughout the Middle East Mm -hmm. So they would have no belief in, and we wouldn't have any more problems. That's 16 years ago. Uh, that would make you, no matter how much you believed in God, not believe in God. Like a spiritual lobotomy. 16 years ago. And they yeah. were talking about it. It's a government film and how great it would be. Yep. I remember. I don't. Any thoughts on that? I mean, they're, they're absolutely against Christians. to God that that's not what they're doing right now. Well, I wonder. Boy, I'll tell you what, brother. Um, I made fun. We had a woman cop here, Ella French, get shot in the face. I made fun of the gangbang piece of garbage killer. And I got in trouble for bullying. 
Uh, I can't tell you what I, a joke I made about the Taliban, but it was really a joke about the warranties. I get three or four of those calls a day about the warranties. And it was a joke about a warranty on a tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got kicked off for two months. The censorship is unbelievable. You want to make fun of Jesus? No problem. You know, I got to tell you, I got exactly. I, 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 some years ago, I don't remember how many years ago now, five years ago, maybe before people were really, before the censorship was really kicking into high gear, I got knocked off of YouTube out of nowhere. And this is before people were getting knocked off of YouTube. They took me down off of YouTube without any warning. Uh, and it was just overnight. They, they just took my channel down. I didn't have any strikes or anything like that. And then a couple of days later, I thought, you know what? Just for the heck of it, let me try and create a Facebook page. I didn't have a Facebook page. I didn't have any social media outside of YouTube. And so I created a Facebook page. They instantly disabled it. Instantly. So I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I, I certainly know what it's like to be censored. And I, this was before all these hot button topics. This was before all these triggering words were, were around. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I can tell you one thing. They've been monitoring guys like us for a long time. And, you know, when you start to get close to the truth, what they don't want is they don't want people to be informed with anything that matters, anything substantial. Correct. They want people to be entertained. They're okay with people being entertained, but they don't want them to be seriously informed. They do not want people to think logically and rationally. And I think that we've seen the fruit of the propaganda. People are not thinking logically. They're not thinking rationally. They're fearing things they shouldn't fear. They're being, we're being turned against each other. And uh, we, need, we, need, we need logic and, and ration, rational thought to prevail. And, and, when, and when logic and rational thought break down, what you get is you get things like the French Revolution. You get guillotines and bloodshed. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, that's, that's where we are headed unless we turn the corner. Well, did you see the net? It's not Netanyahu, whoever runs Israel now and, uh, and Biden at the White House and, and the death is being caused by. See, I can't say because of what you just said. Exactly. I can't, you know, you, you folks at home don't have any idea. And by the way, again, shock jock, which always made me laugh. What? Because I'm a Christian. I believe in borders. I'm a patriot. Uh, I never found myself shocking in any way. I never said stuff just to say it. I mean, we had fun. We had skits. You know, Timothy, um, so much of what I predicted has come true. I didn't come up with on my own. I mean, I, I read and explore and investigate, like you said, and, um, you never hear from anybody when they say you're right. No. Um, boy, a lot of loud mouths. Yeah. I've yet to have one person uh, that ad- admitted, yeah, maybe Biden wasn't the right thing. Maybe it'd be okay now to have the orange man tweet about LeBron. Maybe that'd be better than losing my freedom. Maybe that'd be better than every Christian and Jewish person and anyone that had any kind of love for America being skinned alive or the little girls all being raped and and killed this very day. Maybe that would have been better. No, they'll march off the cliff just like good little Nazis. And it's it's really is something. And I think we're the fascists. Guys like us are the fascists. Guys who just want to mind our own business and have liberty and freedom. We're fascists. And uh, I think a lot of, again, I got to be careful. Uh, I, that's not worth it. I, I, I think there's a lot of fake stuff going on that's yep. being attributed 
to groups that aren't involved. And, and I think you know, the, let me let me remind the audience that this is something I think people kind of forget. We've just they were the ones it. burning the cities last year. Exactly. They were the ones I walked through that were yelling things at me because of my skin color. Exactly. And we're talking about all races and we're talking about two groups. Yep. And you know that what, what's happening here in terms of the censorship is is who's censoring us? I mean, in reality, who is listening and who is censoring? Here's a scary here's China. a scary reality. China. Well, it's even scarier than that. Communist artificial, China. Artificial intelligence is listening and censoring. These algorithms are artificial intelligence, and it's getting smarter. And so if we're training artificially, and this is what they've said openly in, in some of these uh, conferences that Google has and some of these big tech companies, what's happening right now, and this is, this is pretty frightening, they're training the artificial intelligence because that's what it is, is in its infancy. It's like a little baby right now. It's like a toddler. And it's learning. It's a bastard child. And guess what it's learning? Guess what it's learning? It's learning that we are the enemies. It's learning that that we need to be censored. Christians. Exactly. Americans, that's Patriots. what the artificial intelligence is learning right now. If you're now not of the victim from, class, you should be their killed. Marxist, from their Marxist creators, from their, from their Marxist masters, the algorithms are being taught that we are evil. And I don't know if you've seen this. Um, and when I say algorithms, we're talking artificial intelligence. I don't know if you've seen the robots, the develop, if you've been tracking with the development of the robotics technologies, because there's a lot of technologies that are developing sort of under the current of popular culture, like uh, the genetics, robotics, artificial intelligence, and nanotechnology, to name the, 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 the mainstreams, the four mainstreams. But I don't know if you've been tracking with the developments in the robotics. My God, it's crazy. Just if you haven't seen it, pull up. Oh, yeah, the, uh, if you haven't seen it, pull up the DARPA. Uh, what's that company called? I'm trying to remember the name of the company. They have what? the rope. They're developing robots for Foster DARPA. Dynamics. Yes. Boston and, Dynamics. And Boston Dynamics. And, and, and there's a couple of it, the, there's some fake stuff that was made with CGI in the past. But but the stuff that Boston Dynamics uh, publishes themselves that's from them that's the, that's how far their technology is developing i'm kind of surprised they're publishing it because you know maybe they're doing it as a warning to china because they work with darpa so pull up and and, and look up look up boston dynamics robots dancing if people haven't seen that that will freak how, how about, you out how about and then look at the and then look at the the most recent one the boston dynamics robots doing parkour have you seen that one no I'm telling you, man, give it, give it a decade. Those robots are patrolling our streets. It's well, and, and look, brother, I'm, uh, I, I spoke at one of the services, one of the memorial events, I should say, for this cop that was shot in the face, Ella French, uh, rest in peace. And um, look, I'll tell you what's going on in Chicago. They're not enforcing any of the gun laws. Uh, this is all on purpose. Oh, good. We're putting it up. But uh, this is all on purpose. They want to they want your local cop to be gone. They yep. want a U.N. police yep. force. that won't care about you or your rights. Exactly. You think and this is real? Be, those are going to be the those are going to be the policemen of the future right there. That's Timothy, it. You think this is real? Absolutely. You don't 100%. think that's 100 percent. Dear God Almighty. It's the evolution of robotics. And I don't even know that Boston Dynamics is is on the cutting edge. I don't know what they're doing in China. But look at this thing. These are the things that are patrolling our streets in the future. These are the things that are going to be fighting our wars. They don't have any empathy. They're being trained. They're going to be using the same artificial intelligence that Google is training right now to hate people like us. Did you see uh, Schwarzenegger saying, ah, to hell with your freedoms. 
Oh, exactly. Yeah, and exactly. and did you see did you see John Cena, the wrestler, kissing China's ass and speaking Chinese? Well, of course. And, and Frightening. I, oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, Timothy. Do you like? Do you like uh, superhero movies? Not particularly. <laughs> I do I Marvel movies. I, I I love I love Iron Man. I loved Iron Man since I was a kid. So they show Iron Man, he's over. They show Captain America, he's over. And now the future. And it's all Chinese. All of Chinese. Of course it is. You know, and I got I, I went to China, I met some lovely people. I don't like the Chai Com communist government. And I love now, oh, that's Asian hate. No. Well, I go to, by the way, I did Japanese TV last night. I, I got somebody who can speak a Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you. Get rid of stop, 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 stop. Okay. The point is, what a rude interruption. The point is that uh, uh, I have no problem. I go to Japan twice to four times a year. I don't know if you can see. It's all from Japan. I mean, I love Japan. I love the oh Asian hate. No, this is the Chinese government getting us ready not to be able to say anything about them. The Japanese hate the Chinese. What's that? Oh, oh. Well, they've actually dealt with them. I mean, what's that? Is that Asian hate? (laughs) You know. This is something that I think people need to understand a because line. a lot of people are saying today, well, you know what we need to do? We need to boycott the NBA. We need to boycott the NFL. We need to boycott these big tech companies. Well, here's the problem. They don't care. Why don't they care? Because there's we're a market of 300-some million people. China's a market of one-point-something billion people. They can lose their entire American market. And it won't hurt them as long as they retain their China market. And that is a very frightening position to be in because they have no allegiance or patriotism to the American people. So over here, they're doing their politics. They, they will willingly and gladly lose money in the United States to push their political agenda, Marxism, as long as they're making money in China. Timothy, you don't know me. I sound like a drunk frat girl, don't I? You don't know me. Look, you, 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 I mean, you know of me, you said. Uh, you wouldn't believe what I've been through. And, you know, we could we could sell out and do a podcast and make 90 million a year or 90 million in a contract. I'm not willing to do it. And I looked at the ratings. I don't know how many years ago. Anderson Cooper had a. 125,000, 150,000 people. Nobody was watching MSNBC. I got 2 million people a morning listening to me. We had a show on the History Channel called uh, God, Guns, and Automobiles. They cut out all the God. I've seen it. Even though it, was in our, even though it was in our contract. Every show is supposed to start with prayer or end with prayer. 2 million people a week. 2 million people a day. Listen to my show. What's my point? It's not ego. Again, Edge got out. Brother, when I tell you, it's the, the, what I would have to do and what I had to do I at this point. What, what's my point? Anderson Cooper has, hundred and you know, on a good day, 175,000 people. And everybody knows his name. He's a big star. MSNBC, you know who they are. And, um, and I just beat the shit out of these, my competitors. And uh, you'd never see anything in the paper because it didn't fit the agenda. No. The CIA is never going to promote you. No. Uh, there was a, um, 
there was an old website called Smoking Gun, and they talked about how CBS didn't know what to do because they couldn't beat me. And I have to hear, uh, oh, you're a loser. Uh, I don't care. I don't care. You I, know, I, I, look, look, I, 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 to some degree, much lesser degree, but to some degree, I've been trying to place a, a, a t television show I've been working on for a couple of years. And I'm telling you, you know, this 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 woke culture, hmm. this censored culture, they won't touch me with a 10 foot pole. And you can imagine why now your audience can imagine why. Yeah. But no, I got know. I got in trouble for uh, saying Indian giver. I got in trouble for saying uh, uh, something about Mecca. What, what's the expression with Mecca? I don't know. It, it, oh, this is this is. Oh, I, I said, oh, this is. I went to a hot dog place. I said, this is like hot dog Mecca. Uh, mm. uh, certain pronouns. I had a, I had a guy. Uh, I think I was talking about Caitlyn Jenner, and I used the wrong word. Him. <laughs> No, I, 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 I think I said transvestite, and uh, I don't know if that's the word I use, but we say transsexual, and the anger, you know, I wasn't brought up with a hundred different uh, pronouns. Yeah, the the other one was I had somebody that told me they were many people, and I wasn't drunk. They were them and there, and they were, they were more than one person. And yet, when I looked at them, looked like one person to me. So this is the kind of madness, and it's this gotcha setup. You have to say it right, or you're in trouble. They're trying uh, to force us rational people to live within the context of other people's fantasies. And I won't do it. And I tell my yeah. kids, never, never live inside of somebody else's fantasy. You're a rational, yeah. logical human being. And at the end of the day, reality is reality. I have a crease on my head that I've never seen before. This is really bothering me. Does that mean I'm going to have a stroke or something? What is, <laughs> I hope that doesn't mean something bad. I've never seen that on my head. That's, that's really uh, concerning to me. Uh, that's kind of why I'm doing this a lot. I'm wondering what the hell's going on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't look, I'm a libertarian. I don't care what you want to call yourself. I don't care who you sleep with. Uh, it's not my thing, but that's not enough. Right. I was brought up to believe characters. I said, and love everybody, but that's not enough. You have to support it. Yeah. And you have to be anti-racist. I, I, uh, I support freeing little girls of Afghanistan. Absolutely. Uh, I support Salvation Army. I support my church. There's a lot of things I support. They want me to support everything. You must loudly. What, what, what is it they say? If, if you don't support it, you're part of the problem or you're uh, I'm a freedom guy. I, let everybody talk. Well, see, that's the thing is, you know, but that's not enough. That's the thing is, guys like us, we are. Oh, silence is violence. Silence is violence. Silence. Yeah. So if I'm not yeah. out breaking out windows and destroying some poor bastards business. Well, I'm a bad guy. You're part of the problem. Yeah. Well, guys like us, a lot of conservative people and libertarians. I'm also libertarian. Uh, are, are live and let live type people. We don't, we don't move into a town, for example. We don't move into a town and within the first year try and get on the city council. And try to change everything. And try and change everything. Yeah. We're, we, we're live and let live. We'll get into a town and we don't try to disturb the way it is. It's, it's not our place. We weren't born here. But liberals are different. They will come into a town and they will instantly Answer. try and get on the uh, uh, city council or try and get on the school board and change the 
the political atmosphere of wherever they migrate to. They are they're activists. They're not well, live and let live. They're, they're they they want to force everybody to do and think and be the way they are. And they're militant. They're militant. We need, to, we need to. The good people of God need to stand up and fight. Uh, if I go with you to the Amazon, uh, I have a, I have friends that have warned me. There's all kinds of sicknesses that I could catch, and you're crazy. Um, what are we going to do in the Amazon? What What are we doing? Uh, it's well, it's a, it's a, it's from the first to the fifth. It's four nights, five days. When? I'm sorry. When is it? It's it, this February. From okay. February 1st through the 5th, it's four nights, five days, and it's uh, it's a five-star cruise. You know, it's not some rinky-dink boat, and you're going. we're going deep into the Pacaya Samiria National Reserve in Peru, and it is a, it, it's very safe. It's a, this is a very reputable company, um, and there's a lot of companies in there, five-star cruise companies doing this. So this is not like, uh, you know, like uh, the Anaconda movie where you're on some rickety boat and you're in a well, that's what I want. I want well, that's a different trip. If you want, I want Jennifer Lopez. I want to fight an anaconda. I, I want to easily, drink tiger's blood. I could easily give you that trip, but I don't think you would enjoy it. I've had malaria five times and yellow fever once, <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. this, there's none of that on this trip. This is a this is like this would be really adventurous, but then hanging out with a lot of awesome people, uh, a lot of uh, you know, like minded people. There's gonna be doing Beautiful. a conference and at the uh, boat. They just showed a boat. Is that the actual boat? Yeah, that's the Delph. That, yeah, that's the 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 Delphine Three. Okay, and I've I've got uh, I've got five star first class world. It's it's uh, it's uh, um, really world renowned cuisine on this boat. It's everything sourced from the Amazon. There you see it there, and it's just really it's a five star experience with a lot of adventure, kayaking in the jungle, fishing. Are you a walk. tough guy? Am I a tough guy? Yeah. Here's the thing: if I fight you, you're going to have to lose because okay. I can't be embarrassed. Okay. You look like you could take me on, and I, I can't. I don't ever like to be around people tougher than me. <laughs> well, you're gonna have a problem on this trip, then. <laughs> oh well, you better pack a lunch, son. No, no. Look, I, I, I've, I've followed your DVDs for many years. The book Birthright, I highly recommend it. It'll involve reading. I got my friend Nudie to read it, and uh, he's not a reader, but uh, it took him about I don't know ten days more than it took me, but uh, but he loved it. And uh, okay, enough of the enough. That looks cool. Uh, I have some big stuff work-wise coming up that I'll be announcing soon. Next week, I have a guy that has seen uh, animal-human hybrids that are beyond horrific. Uh, the following week, as we go live, so that's next Monday, Alien uh, animal-human hybrids. Uh, that'll be David X, a popular guest from the radio show. And then the following Monday is Bill Weiss. Bill Weiss uh, went to hell. And it was his testimony that got my daughters to stand up and accept Christ. And that, I don't know if it was the greatest day of my life, but it was certainly up there. Um, <laughs> man, you got to stop smoking the hash, son. No, I just no, had no. to stick for two weeks. No, no. Did you, you Did you have the COVID? No, it was something else. Worse. I had, the, I had the COVID. I got over it, and I don't believe that I need anything else. I believe... Uh, I probably had it. And, you know, you're yeah. better inoculated than people getting the you-know-what. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can't say it. We can't say it. Uh, any, any other final comments, anything else you want to say? My God, I could talk to you for six hours. So, uh, no, just thanks for having me on the show. You know, if people want to get the book. They can go to Amazon, just type my name in or type in birthright. If they, if they want to go on the trip, they I've had problems. Website. Your website is there. Timothy Alberino.com. Uh, I'll follow you on Instagram. I don't now. Will you follow me on Instagram? I am following you on Instagram. Okay, good. And, uh, by the way, they are totally, you, you, you know, 
you know. We were getting five, ten thousand people a, a, a day, and you know, the minute mm-hmm. you start getting traction, uh, they they make sure that slows down. So they yeah, start to trim it. That's what I'm fighting right now. Um, you have to be saved. What do you, you mean? Have to accept? Do you have to? I mean, I'm a follower of Christ. Uh, you're going to need that for the days ahead. Well, absolutely. As a, I'm a Christian, you know, I, I I believe in the gospel of Christ. And I think that the, the gospel of Christ is the hope of humanity, the only hope of humanity. And it's, like I said in the beginning, it's it's the most epic story ever told. And uh, I don't think pe- most people who are out that's there true. listening probably don't really, really deeply understand the gospel. And that's, I, again, that, that's really the thrust of my book. I've been in the cave, uh, the Dead Sea Scroll Caves. Uh, I have read the Book of Enoch. I've read other lost books. If they're real or not, I don't know. But uh I I had a um if I say puppy love, does that mean anything to you? The no. song? Oh yes, yes, the song. Okay, yeah. I don't want to say who, but I had one celebrity. I've had numerous celebrities take me aside, but they 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 kicked out everybody and said, Hey, hey, are you doing it? Are you getting your Bible and your newspaper every day? It's all syncing up. When I heard this stuff in the 70s, how how in the world would we ever be fighting an enemy that would cut off our heads and crucify us? How what? How would we ever end up in the Middle East in a in a, a battle with China and Russia? Look at what's going on right now with China. Mm-hmm. Biden, I think, has a backroom deal, and we gave up all of the East. We gave up all the names we had to, for China to have all anything, any resistance now in Afghanistan is gone. And they're going to go in there and get all the minerals and everything they need to make computers and be uh, be the world leader. Right. So all of these things that we heard that were in the Bible. <laughs> yeah. You remember ISIS? And, How and, about ISIS with 75,000 armored vehicles, 300,000 assault weapons, uh, night vision goggles, uh, Black Hawk helicopters. How, how's that ISIS going to look in, the, in, the, in a couple of years from now? Do you know Afghanistan right now? Taliban Afghanistan. Do you know that it's stronger than 80% of the countries on Earth? That's yeah. from the Pentagon. They got a bigger military than Australia right now. Yeah, and people say, well, they don't know how to fly those uh, Black Hawk helicopters. So what? All they got to do is hire the mercenaries from Iran. We, we trained the pilots. All Who they are they getting? They got to hire mercenaries from Russia. Done deal. I had on uh, last week, and he was wonderful. I had on last week a guy, and he did some dancing. He probably, I did some dancing tonight. I have to. Otherwise, you get one show and you're done. But, uh, you know, Thursday nights, they had to leave all the Islamic types alone so they could rape little boys. That's their culture. It's their culture, yeah. Uh, and by the way, that there's my prediction, okay? Shock, shock, shocking. Wait till you see in the next couple of years how they try to normalize pedophilia. Pedophilia. Because Woke they're all them. into it. Woke and by the way, it has nothing. Evil it, and evil good. It has nothing. Well, that's it. End times, right? Wrong is right. Right is wrong. And boy, don't we see it. And guys, the pedophilia has nothing to do with any kind of sexual anything. It's demonic. It's about getting there to a soul before the age of consent. It's about the adrenochrome. And it's about really demonic stuff. There's a word that'll get you knocked off of YouTube. <laughs> really? You know, it's uh, it, it really is. I think that, you know, most people cannot comprehend evil, the depths of evil. And it's it's 
evil is uh, it's disgusting beyond words. There's and a I, yeah no. There's a reason why some of these leaders, and I could mention them, <laughs> uh, look ancient and they're old. And He's then they alive. disappear for a while, and then they come back, and they look 30 years younger. Exactly. It ain't a facelift. Yeah, it's not a facelift. No, it's not a facelift. Are they stronger? Is evil better? No. And in well, fact, you know, I, 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 mean, I, don't, I don't think I'll it is. This, in, in the midst of all of this uh, doom and gloom, I, I think I see hope. I see glimmers of hope. I mean, people are yeah, beginning you. to awaken and 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 are beginning to to realize and understand uh, what we're facing. I mean, you you know, this is what I this is what I always tell people. I always remind people: the enemy you can see is much less dangerous than the enemy you can't. And we could not see what the left was doing for so many years. We could not see the Marxist agenda. We could not see the satanic Luciferian agenda, the anti-American agenda. We couldn't see it, and 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 we couldn't see the the China threat. Most people couldn't understand it until Donald Trump came along. And, and he exposed, and not, not necessarily uh, purposely, uh, but perhaps even indirectly, he ended up exposing a lot of this because they couldn't hold back anymore. The masks came yeah. off. Yeah. We saw what the media was. We now understand who China is. We now see China. the liberation theology and the Marxist ideology that's being uh, promulgated in our schools. And now you have legions of moms rising up against critical race theory. See, they were slipping it in under the radar before because that's how these people operate. They're insidious. They're snakes. They're cunning. They don't want you to know about it. They don't want us to know about the things that they're doing. They don't want us to see them as open Marxists. But now we do. The masks are off. These people have been brought from the shadows into the light. They're ugly. They're dangerous. But you know what? It's causing a counter movement. Good. And I think that movement is just beginning. I think it's going to grow in strength. And uh, I see some hope, maybe even some hope for America on the horizon. My fear is that, you know, they're going to pull some kind of a false flag or something to, to, to squash it. But, but, you know, when you see the moms of America beginning to get mad, and not just the conservative moms, the moderate moms of America yeah. are beginning to become disturbed and angry, uh, that's a very good sign. You know, brother, I have liberal friends. And uh, they were all about freedom, peace and love. How can they, I don't understand how they can demand and, and, and back a lot of what they're backing, but you're really Here. finding that a lot of these people are, they're not peace and love and they're not freedom and they're not my body, my choice, man. They're all about control. And well, you said are, and that's the word. How do we fight back? Well, they are until, they're, they are until they're, their safety is threatened. How do we fight back? Um, I think we fight back doing exactly what we're doing now, but also, you know, the small stuff, because the liberals have been really good at the small stuff and conservative people, libertarians have sort of, because we're live and let live people, we haven't been going to school board meetings. We haven't been trying to get elected to yeah. the school board of city council because you know what guys like me and you can't stand politics and politicians. Huh. And, and, and most of us are like that. You have no idea. But you know what? It's time for good people to start taking, taking, uh, doing what the liberals have been doing, taking the plays out of their playbooks, start running for the city city council, start running for your school board, whether you want to or not. You know, uh -huh. if you don't want to, if it makes you sick to your stomach to think about being a politician, you're the right person to be a politician. <laughs> you're exactly the kind of person that should be a politician because you don't want it. You got you, it. You're doing it for your children. You you're know doing I mean? it for posterity. 
Yeah. And though, and and that's what has to happen. I mean, we got to take the we got to take a play right out of their playbook, and it starts at the grassroots, and it's starting to happen. You it's know what I do? To happen. You know what I do? I do dopey man cow. I do real stupid. And again, because I don't want to be censored again, all their little rules I don't follow any of them. Oh, okay. I I, I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, what? Oh, okay. I don't have one. Oh, okay. And um, I, I just make, I want them to know. Uh, I'm, I don't like playing the uh, the games. Look, you can help by sharing this video with everyone. Move it on. Send it on. I don't I'm new to all this. Uh, also, if you want to join the ManCal Militia, you go to what? ManCal.net. Is that right? ManCal.net. On Instagram, I respond to almost every message. Boy, did I have a loon contact me. I know the truth. I know the truth. I'm going to expose you. I know the truth. What truth do you know? I talked about everything on my show every day since 1984. So whatever truth you know, believe me, I've already talked about it. I'm afraid of no man. That I can promise you. Um, I Look, as a, as, a, as a Japan lover, you've heard of Francophiles. I'm a, I'm a fanatic about Japan. They, and they really do. They can see all. They can see China on all of this, and um, yeah, it's interesting. Is is it Asian hate when the Japanese tell you how much they hate the Chinese? That's the best line you had today. Last week I talked about something, Timothy, and, and I've gone over way over with you, and I appreciate your time. No, no problem. My, my dad was um, a thirty thousand dollar year cabinet maker. Uh, he was not like me. He had a great sense of humor, but he was not given to uh, theatrics or whatever. He was a regular guy, taxpayer, regular, just a regular Joe, the kind America's made of. And he had a vision. He had one vision. And uh, he was pretty shaken up by it. And he came out and he said to me and my brothers, sons, I had a vision from God when, and I won't be around, but you will in your lifetime. When China takes Taiwan, and they love us, son, they love us. When China takes Taiwan and America does nothing, you will know then that we have been completely sold out to China. That was my dad's vision going back. How long ago was that? Probably 1978. Wow. That was prescient. Yeah. Because China wasn't anything in 1978. It was a vision he had. Timothy, uh, maybe you'll see me on the Amazon. I hope you'll do the show again one day. The Absolutely. book was Birthright. I had trouble getting it, but he says now it's available on Amazon. On, on Amazon. And Eisenhower gave permission to these, whatever they are, from another planet or interdimensional to experiment on us. It is a breeding program, and they are creating human-alien hybrids that are without soul, and they're without guile, and they're without thought Empathy. and feeling. They have no empathy, and I think you've probably dealt with some of them in your life. You can feel it. There's nothing there. By the way, we always say that. Why would Biden do that? Why would the Pentagon give over the names? Why would What you're saying, I studied to be a psychologist. I have a minor in psychology. What you're saying is, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't give over the names of the Christians and the Jewish folks and the people who love America. I wouldn't pull out the military first and let all those people die. I wouldn't leave those little girls to be molested and killed. I, that's what we do because we're compassionate humans. Remember, you're a child of God. 
your child of the most high God. They aren't. There's something else. God is real, but so is the flip side of the coin. Good night.